right. I'm good whenever you guys are. I can hit the record button and then I'll just like start spewing whatever I gotta, what I gotta, I gotta do. So. <laughs> I'll just start spewing fucking words, bro. Yes, I love it. <laughs> like diary of the mouth. That's why I do this shit, dude. I can't stop talking. I'm trying That's to say awesome. we ain't been been spewing this entire time. <laughs> oh, Just dude. spewing everywhere, dude. <laughs> It's been a little over a year since we all last talked, dude. Now you're signed to Pure Noise Records. Now you're playing shows regularly. Like, Seafloor Cinema is back. Justin, Tim, Seth, welcome. Missed the fuck out of you guys, dude. Let's go with this signing. Let's just, let's Bro, just, we missed you. Let's just, dive, let's just dive right into it first. Like, how is everybody? You guys look good. You sound like you're doing very well with Pure Noise. They look like they're taking care of you and such. We've had so many Pure Noise artists on here and stuff. Like... Let's just let's just get into it, dude. How are you guys? Pretty good. How are you doing? I mean, you're here. <laughs> like, you're doing bad. So I'm, a bad time. <laughs> I'm just fucking absolutely miserable, dude. I can't. Yo, yo, guys. <laughs> I can't live my life anymore. They're dude. making me do this. Yeah, dude. Literally, pure noise is like right over. Oh, that's not a gun. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. oh um dude congratulations like what the fuck i'm so stoked for everybody in this band hell yeah thank you thank you so much it is a dream come true to be honest with you so um i don't know should i just keep talking about it <laughs> dude brag um, about it give me all the ups and downs I like i don't know about bragging but i mean the dudes in the uh, Justin and Seth have heard this a billion times before, but um, Pure Noise has been like my favorite record label since I was like 14. So this is literally a dream come true. Like I have younger pictures of like Mini Tim wearing like old Pure Noise merch from like going to Warp tours and going to old shows and stuff. So like when we got signed to Pure Noise, it was almost like not real. And I remember uh, talking to Seth a little bit. I'm like, bro, this isn't gonna hit me for a while. And it didn't. Like, we were signed and everything. And then one day, it just, bam! It just hit me. I was like, oh, my God. It happened, bro. <laughs> so, it's been a dream come true. They're super awesome. I got so excited. I made a TikTok about it. Like, Yo. immediately. I was like, I have two hours before I go to work. They just announced this. I got to say something. This is fucking sick. <laughs> like, It was a sick one, too. It was cool. It's um, I figured out the algorithm. I'm doing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. So any band that like I really thoroughly enjoy, it's gonna every video is gonna be very successful. But, um, dude, it was just it makes sense. Like the style and the vibes of the, like your music that you have correlated with Swancore sound in general, like really fits that that label in itself. I mean, but I mean as long as they're you know, I hear so many good things about Pure Noise. Like, Chris from Can't Swim just came on, and they have a very different sounding album that they're about to release um, on October 22nd, which this episode will already be out by then. Um, and, you know, 
they the label was like super for it and it sounds like um <laughs> they're really really gonna back this album that's coming out on in november so um how was that process with you guys getting in there and getting right to work with you know a timeline for marketing this album they actually made it super easy um i think all the you know the business stuff um we had to kind of figure out there was like a bit of a learning curve there but um we have like the most beautiful project managers they help us out so 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 much and um they kind of help us uh like we don't have like a social media manager or anything we just kind of you know go but they you know kind of advise and they're like you should do this you should do that and then they give us like those awesome dope graphics that they we post a lot so um yeah timeline wise and everything i don't think we thought we'd be releasing it in november but i think everything worked out really really well in the end so i don't know what do you guys have to say about that <laughs> um just uh, pure noise is like super super artist friendly um they're just Word. like super helpful with everything that they wanted to uh help us with um like um they actually the ones that picked like all the different singles we weren't planning on picking um if you deserve it or um mm-hmm. what was the other one that came up before that um we weren't also uh, planning on releasing Drip God either, but um, Crash Nebula. They they really know how to like create hype and like kind of push things towards like a direction that they're seeing, and it's really cool because we're such a new band. Um, mm-hmm. They just kind of want to like develop mm-hmm. us and kind of help us like move move along and get um, like just more serious and push it to bigger things. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, seriously. Totally. The, and and do the variants of the vinyls that are coming out look fucking gorgeous. They so, look sick, they bro. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I keep messaging our uh, A&R person, and I'm like, yo, when are you guys getting those, please send us those ASAP. Like, just one of each, please. Yeah, and let me know which one. Like, I don't want to open, like, 50 vials. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the I fuck? Will. Like, because um, there's, there's like, uh, there's, like, a really nice cream pink, the, 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 it's, like, a sea foam blue, and then it has, like, the, the, there's a green one that has, like, a warped color to it as well so it's just dude it just looks great yeah i mean yeah when they sent us the test pressings we they're the uh like just the actual vinyl it's just a black black record Mm -hmm. um so that's not like the cool design but when they sent us that just like physically holding it was like oh shit this is like a record now this is crazy yeah that was mind-blowing yeah, I have a I've ton of freaking uh, like pure noise records just in my like collection, like a bunch of them, and like now having one of ours, like the test pressing anyway. It's just that's gnarly, dude. I'm sure it was like I mean I see I mean it's not just you guys, you guys. It's Action Adventure. They just got signed to Pure Noise, I think, before you guys, yeah. and then I told you off air, Magnolia Park got signed to Epitaph. Like it's just this this new age of bands that are very well-rounded and have a lot of talent are getting noticed finally. Mm-hmm. And it's really refreshing. Like, especially oh, yeah. when you have a scene that backs you like that. Like how many times do you have to play emo night before a label knows that you're that good when you have people screaming in your face and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Are they, are they pushing a lot of like, um, are they helping you with booking with, um, or do they, do they help you get a booking agent? So you guys can start pushing tours and like more shows and such in the near future. Yeah, because I know you have a Halloween show coming up, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they basically got us in touch with uh, booking guy. Are we allowed to say his name? I think. Just... I mean, why not? Like... <laughs> you can ask uh, Larry, and I can edit it out. 
<laughs> that's like i'll just yeah, beep so, it i'll uh, just i'll just make like a john mess like yeah over like his <laughs> yeah, name and shit that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah we went just, with yeah <laughs> wait 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 seth seth do do the i'm yelling thing i'm yelling <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> edit, edit that in if we're not allowed to say it but um, okay yeah we're uh with a dude called i'm yelling books like every big band and mm-hmm. um Yes, he's fucking dope. He is, and it's also crazy because we work directly with him too. It's not even like an assistant or something like that. It's like it's him texting us. It's yeah. him like like phone like getting on phone calls with us mm. and talking about like uh, different shows and different deals and stuff like that. So it's pretty dope. No, I love. If that. we can talk about him, it's just crazy how like awesome and nice he is. Like we're still basically, you know, like a really, really new band that Paranoid is bringing up. But dude, I literally asked if we could call him one day, and he was just like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "What, dude? You that. like manage some of my favorite bands ever, and yep. you're talking to us? You know, it's just crazy." So he's he's the man. Well, I think with the name thing, it's because like there are a lot of bands that are very, very um, aggressive when it comes to trying to reach out to these industry professionals. Like, I think I've only had like a handful of times, which isn't much. But bands that like, you know, I do the playlist submissions, but they're like constantly in my email and they're constantly and I'm like, dude, I see you like I notice you, but like, I just don't think you're ready. And it's, don't take that. Don't take offense to that. It's like, you know, try to, you know, <laughs> see what you can do next to make it better to get my attention. Right. So but that could also be the reason. But hey, we'll bleep his name out. Worst case scenario, you can ask him later. But um <laughs> but because like you guys you guys had like a like a small mini tour if i'm mistaken right like recently um you how far did you go out to like the midwest right that's where you went basically uh no, well we we just played did one uh off show in salt lake city uh okay. that was an emo night uh so yeah, that was that was about it though it looked like yeah. a tour because you guys were traveling so far for it, I think. And then, like, it, it made me feel like you were on a tour, so. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just the, the one show, and that was it. We'll do, we'll do weird, yeah, weird out there shows uh, if it's cool enough. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love how your fans are still, like, meme central, like, fucking um, <laughs> people. Like, when you guys announced, like, the signing, like, just the shit that, like, they were saying is so fucking funny. Like, oh, especially <laughs> because of the picture, it was, like, a little pixelated, and then someone said Ultra HD 4K, and it's, like, fucking 10 bit. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. That was Dude. on Facebook, right? That yeah, I'm looking at it right was, now. Was that shit where, was so funny. Was that where Quantum <laughs> Justin came from? Was it that picture? Uh, no. Quantum Justin was from uh the old crash nebula music video shoot oh yeah yeah yeah. this was the announcement photo fucking deep frying it yeah (laughs) i I love the quantum justin memes they're my favorite (laughs) your fan base is so funny memes oh no Um, so Tim, so like, if you're you were a huge fan of Pure Noise, so like, who was it? Because like, I'm looking at their alumni, and it's like, I hit the hit the lights, which I remember them back in the days. Um, I call fives. Fuck. Yeah. So when it was, I think it was 2012, um, that the story so far released their Under the Soil and Dirt album, mm-hmm. and a year had passed, and then I heard like uh, Rome off that record, and I was like this is one of the coolest songs I've ever heard in my life. You know, like 
brand new kind of middle school high schooler was getting into new music for the first time and i was like this is what's up so i listened to that whole record and it was sick and then in may of uh they announced that their what you don't see album was coming out like in half a year or something like that and it was the most stoked i had been for a release and now i have like that vinyl on my wall but um the story so far got me into the whole pure noise world and once i dove in i just like never left Mm -hmm. you know so literally all those bands since then i've been into and it has been kind of insane you know it's been kind of insane so they're i credit them with like i think they definitely got me into those bands you know but and the label yeah they, they see they see a specific sound and then they just like reach for it um and you can kind of tell like there are times where you can kind of tell when certain bands are signed to certain labels like you hear their sound and like usually i think they're on this label and like you you, nine times out of ten like they usually are like i don't know just like depends on the situation like um like i remember like old school like back in the day like kohi and circer like they came from equal vision and like you knew the victory bands like you knew silverstein and like those early post-hardcore bands that were on there trey you and all that shit um but then you got band like then or sumerian records like you know it's a sumerian band but i also found out smashing pumpkins assigned to them so that's weird um so wait wait to sumerian yeah yeah i was going through their roster the other day i was like what the fuck is this like what the heck yeah interesting uh ash is a very intelligent like ceo founder of that label because like i mean he had circa on for an album they're doing sleeping with sirens now but like that dude just has a fucking really really good roster of bands but um it's crazy, dude. I this, but you guys didn't get in the connection with them when we talked. It was like a little bit after that, right? And like, how did that come about? Like, was it because I remember on the podcast when we were talking before, like, you guys were shopping, you guys were trying to find someone to take this album off of your hands. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for the most part, we just kind of hit him up, uh, submitted the album or actually, no, we didn't even submit the album to him. Um, we just said like, Hey, we're working with Courtney Ballard. Uh, he's producing, uh, and mixing this, this record. And, uh, so yeah, let us, let us know if you're at all interested. And, uh, the owner of the label, Jake, uh, messages back and he's like, I am good friends with Courtney actually. Uh, mm-hmm. So whenever you guys get uh, like first mix revisions back, just send that shit to me. Um, and so yeah, that's that's pretty much how that went. And then he, we we sent it to him, and he really liked it, and we got on a phone call with him. And yeah, Which the rest is where we are now. Um, quick opinion, and then we'll get off this topic. But like, do you think <laughs> that? Because like, because like, I don't want to keep drawing you out, but because we have a whole album to talk about in a sense, but um. <laughs> um do you think it would be a good idea this is just be open thinking like having like weird thoughts do you think that would be a good idea for um bands and record labels to release the contracts publicly or like would you be opposed to that if those record contracts were released publicly like how sports contracts are I personally wouldn't be opposed to that. I I think actually that would be a good idea, especially for up and coming bands uh, who may get like fooled into like, hey, this is a, a 
like a bad contract or the this is a good contract when it's actually a bad contract kind of mm. thing. Like uh, when we were first hit up with the contract, we went to like as many people as we knew yeah. uh, in the industry and were like, help us figure out if this is a good deal, a bad deal, because it looks pretty good, uh, but we're not really sure. And we want to make sure we're not going to get uh, like uh, fucked because Screwed. of it. Dude, yeah, <laughs> so, there's nothing wrong. I mean, look at Victory Records in a sense. That fucking blew, in their, blew up in their face like big time. Yeah. Yeah, and so mostly from like a learning perspective, I think that would actually be a very good thing. I don't know the logistics of of releasing a contract like that, though. Um, but yeah, like definitely, I, I was asking other people, like, "Hey, what's your opinion on this? What uh, what was the contract that you guys got? Uh, what do you think is a good deal?" And of course, we went to like a lawyer and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, from like a learning perspective, I think there's a ton to to know about that kind of stuff. Because I even I took like music business classes, and a lot of the stuff in the contract, I'm like, I don't know what this is talking about. This is not anything mm -hmm. that I learned in my music business class, even mm -hmm. in the slightest. So mm -hmm. yeah, and 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 a lot of that comes from like, yeah, my teacher <clears throat> was uh, back in the music industry like 20, 30 years ago when shit was way different and so like he's kind of teaching from his experience but he doesn't know what the experience is being in a signed band uh in 2021 kind of thing yeah because i i wouldn't care about our contract being publicly known um i think that was the one main thing that you said justin was like you want to have an idea for maybe someone in the public to be like because like you would do it like before after the contract signed in a sense mm -hmm. and then you would like see numbers and this and that and like you're basically it's like it's like the community can support the artists if they know they're getting fucked over in a sense which is a very rare occasion but at the same time like it's interesting but the and and my argument to it was like say like like uh and i used you guys as a perfect example like when this album drops on the 12th um you know say it does better than what their um i don't know like whatever their predictions are for numbers and all that jazz and all that stuff mm -hmm. and it does it goes over the top well they should adjust that just like when rookies do when they come into the nfl or the the major league baseball game they're, they're, they're putting up such good numbers like all right let's reconstruct this contract so that way like you know they get a fair deal because they're like really you know killing it right out of the gate and i think the only backlash for it is is like when these successful bands do <laughs> like there are so many petty people out there like they'll be like, oh, dude, you're making this much money. Why are you crying about this and that? Blah blah. I think that's the only downfall <laughs> to like that being out there in, in uh, public information yeah. on the internet. I don't know. I just thought, thought it was interesting because like I, I, we as a community should you know look out for each other and like yeah, record labels Absolutely. also do thrive this industry for sure. Like and not as much as they used to back in the day, but like you don't want to get screwed over. Like, fuck that. Like yeah, it would definitely keep people accountable. Yeah, for sure. That would be like the huge thing. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. I mean, look at the uprising when it happened with the Data Remember. Like, when they kind of announced that they were having a fucking. <laughs> um, when they were having that. Uh, when they were getting fucked over initially, like, the fans, like, attacked the record label for a long time. And they still do. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, that... did they release what that contract was, or was that, like, confidential? No, nah, I didn't see anything on the internet. I tried looking for it, but no. Yeah. So I just know they owe them a lot of money. Then. Yeah. Yeah. 
They yeah, made I mean, a lot would of they money. get six, six million from that? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's like either six yeah. or eight million. It was it was something crazy. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Uh, in Cinemascope with Stereophonic Sound comes out November twelfth. How many tracks are on this album? Twelve. 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 Yeah. No, thirteen because Tap Tap Lee, right? Psych. Oh, it's you're 13. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thirteen. <laughs> I've I've been saying. Curveball, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> the bonus track. Bonus track. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That's being yeah. edited in here yeah, for sure. It's thirteen songs. One, uh, we we recorded twelve songs with Courtney Ballard, and then uh, Drew Owens produced uh, the other one, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, that was Tap Tapley. That one's already out. So yeah. Yeah. Um, is it is it going to be as diverse as like the songs you have been releasing lately? Are they very experimental? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be more diverse actually. Mm-hmm. So it still stays within the like seafloor realm, mm-hmm. but um, there is like obviously that that hyperpop song, uh, mm-hmm. Crash Nebula was very like almost i don't want to say scramsy but uh, heavier mm-hmm. um there's an acoustic song on there there's like an electronic cyberpunk song kind of Ooh, thing nice um yeah yeah there's just a, a wide variety of different uh avenues that we went to and they're all still seafloor but um yeah just vastly different we just got gnarly with it yeah. <laughs> I'm also glad you said cyberpunk because I'm starting a playlist. I'm going to introduce that genre to like my tech talk. So that's you guys are going to be the oh. fucking thumbnail for that for sure. So thank God you wrote Yo. a fucking cyberpunk song. <laughs> Sick. Fuck. I've like thought about it. I'm like, I should do cyberpunk. I'm like, no, nah, it's a video game. And then I'm like in my head, I'm like, nah, but like it doesn't matter because it's an actual genre. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Totally. That's crazy. That's good. 13 songs. Um, very because I'm I'm thinking like my first initial thought was like this album's kind of gonna be somewhat similar if that was the case which it is I had a feeling that it's gonna be like artificial artificial selection with Dance Gavin Dance where it's like a bunch of very different songs thrown onto one album and it's like basically pick and choose which one your favorite is in a sense. Kind of. I haven't yeah. thought about that. Yeah, I haven't either. But yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. That? yeah, yeah, it's Can comparison. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not comparing albums, but I'm just comparing like the yeah. style of like the diversity with this genre because like that's the closest I can compare you right now. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense though. That's cool. You give me something new to think about. <laughs> I think too much, dude. That's I think that's my problem. Like, especially the off-record stuff that we're talking about. Like, I just like the way I think about things. Like, it's just. I don't know, dude. Well, because this is already an incredible. It's first of all, Courtney Ballard is a goddamn fucking professional, and like he's released so many fucking good albums over the years. And I mean, he just did Grayscale, uh, Phantoms. Um, I love the Grayscale album. It is really good. Sorry, I do I like it. <laughs> I really do. You don't have to be sorry. I mean, that's one of the albums that like I thought was going to be maybe a little bit harder, but they went like a 1975 vibe, like mm-hmm. which is like yeah. totally out of left field in my eyes. Dirty bombs, bro. I like jam that almost every day. No shit. Such such a good song. So in the realms of releasing this album, because I do think it's going to be extremely diverse, and Justin, you just literally said that too. Um, do you do you? How do you feel about being in this? Like I I because I have heard it from you know the grapevine and other fans of your music that you have that swan core sound. Like, is that something that has influenced the band from the beginning, or is that something that like you just kind of like 
like kind of just floated into it like by accident because it is like a post hardcore sound and then a lot of your older stuff did have like some screaming but like a lot of clean vocals and such so do you kind of like compare your sound with the swan chord like community and such yeah it, it fits in pretty good uh we're not like trying to go for that sort of vibe or mm -hmm. anything like that but uh we're all fans of it and it's kind of the sack sound yeah uh so like dgd um Idol is not actually, uh, but uh, stole us in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. They are, but they're not. Sack. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all of us grew up on that kind of music, and so it kind of spills in influence wise. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just gnarly guitar stuff with just like crazy, crazy high vocals and uh, crazy drums <laughs> happening the entire time. And that's that's just where we land in it. And if you want to call it Swancore, then sure. I have yeah. no problem with that. Want to call it cyberpunk? <laughs> call it cyberpunk. Cyberpunk Swancore. <laughs> you want to call us a Smashing yeah. Pumpkins cover band? Call us that. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for you guys to promote this on Twitter and be like, fucking C4 Cinema, new album out November 12th. Fucking <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins cover band. <laughs> like... Yo, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, dude, that's that's perfect PR. Yo, call call Pyramids right now. Hold on, get him on the line. I got Skype. Let's let's call let's call the CEO, Guys, bro. Scrap listen, the album, scrap it. I'm sending you 12 new tracks. We're releasing that instead. It was all recorded all on covers. Seth's iPhone. Yeah. There you go, baby. Oh my god, could you imagine, dude? People, oh my god, people would be so well? upset. <laughs> People will be so upset. It was a um, track that was uh, yeah. recorded on Seth's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Super fucking cool that you guys got to play with Strawberry Girls because I also had them on the podcast too. Now, did Zach Garen give another um, opinion about your band? Like, I know the last time he said cool, did he say like nice this time? <laughs> oh or did he say like sweet? Like anything that's a little bit above cool? Like. <laughs> We actually didn't talk to them too much. They were like uh, setting up and stuff like that, and and playing mm -hmm. while we were doing an, uh, an interview, mm -hmm. and so we actually didn't get a, a chance to like uh, sit down and talk to him at all. But yeah, yeah. I, I said hi to Ben a little bit. I was like, "Yo, what's up, Ben?" Yeah, and he's cool. I think, shit. Yeah, he gave me a hug, but yeah, oh. that was that was about it. <laughs> You're busy playing a show. I get it. Like everything's going through and stuff. Like I, I've been at shows where like you try to hang out with the local crew, but like everybody's doing their own thing trying to get like the process moving and shit which i get but i just wanted to yeah, see if you yeah. had another comment besides cool because i was looking forward to maybe something like like rad or rad <laughs> i'll ask him yeah <laughs> one-liners just one-worders yeah just <laughs> <laughs> just one-worders dude a fucking one word paints a thousand pictures dude like yeah, you know really. especially if he knows he knows, he knows who you guys are you guys play a show with him and stuff um <laughs> Is there is there any shows in the near future that you're looking forward to that you're trying to um, that you're gonna maybe start promoting soon in a sense or we we got on one actually like yesterday with mm -hmm. um, Carpool Tunnel okay and so yeah like we we got hit up about that and they're doing one one date in sack and wanted us on it and so we're like yo let's go that sounds yeah. sick so that's gonna yeah. be sick. Yeah, that's not been announced yet, but um, yeah, it's going to be fun when it does. Yeah, because you have the show on October 29th. How did it feel, dude, to play like a show live for the first time in fucking almost two years? 
Oh, it was crazy. That yeah. uh, crazy. all of us were very mm. nervous, uh, which is weird <laughs> because, like, I don't normally get nervous at shows, like, mm-hmm. uh, in the before times. I was always like, yeah, I'm playing a show, cool. Uh, but now I'm like, oh, fuck. There's people here. I've not been in a group of more than 10 people in like two years. Yeah. This is weird. And I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> I don't yeah, blame that you, dude. Because that was also my first show with the boys. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. It was, it was wild because I had, I think that it had already been like past a year being in the band but that was like my first time playing live with them so yeah it was it was gnarly it was gnarly everything went smooth click track was running okay yeah surprisingly it was blasting in my ears but i think it was all right oh dude it's so <laughs> funny because when because like i drum too so it's like you know nice. we wear these in-ear monitors to like protect not only ourselves but to hear the click but people are like oh that's, that's really smart you're protecting yourself I'm like dude i have a click track blaring in my ear like yep. So it's yeah. really not doing too much for my hearing. <laughs> it's probably worse, Loki, because it's like directly right there. But two hundred dB straight in your yeah. ear hole, <laughs> right in that ear, ear hole, dude. Fuck it, brutal. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> that is fucking you loser. One twenty gang. Uh, that's. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play that fast, dude. You guys are pretty technical with your with your instruments too. So it's like you know. Mm. That's why I think you get compl- like I think compared to the swan core scene because like there's all over the place and shit. But yeah, I think you have more structure behind your songs too, which is really cool too. Like <clears throat> the first single that you released uh, with the announcement, like the chorus was so fucking catchy, mm. so fucking catchy. Justin's just like fucking tenor just started getting up there and up there and up there. And like, yeah! I was like, yes, dude, <laughs> this is so tight. Gotta hit, gotta hit the quintessential Justin note in there. There's, I'm contracted to do that once per song. He's not lying. I'm not. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's in the contract. Well, they're. I hope. Well, I, when they're when they're future karaoke songs, you're gonna see a lot of drunk people trying to hit that note. And they're gonna fuck up so Ooh. bad, dude. <laughs> Some dude did. He like made a video trying to hit the Justin note. It was crazy. Did he hit it? Yeah, I was like, God, da- yeah. Yo, yeah, was he was like, afterwards, God damn it, that sucked. <laughs> like, yeah. He goes on vocal rest for like a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tap Tap it was a banger right out of the gate, dude. Just like it was just like it was just such a nice surprise to see like a band that was like really on the ups in like stonks to get signed to a label. Word. <laughs> Cinema coin, fucking. To the moon, dude. That's how I Yo. feel. <laughs> Cinema coin. I'm a patent that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's my friend? My one friend was telling me, like, oh, I think they're called NFTs. Oh yeah. Yo, yeah, they're like, they're. I don't know shit about it either, but like, apparently, like, if you're not signed to a label, like, we're like thinking about doing yeah. this, like, you can claim your art as like. A, all right, so like, let me let me put this into an example. This might be a little bit easier for not only everybody listening, but myself as, as well. Someone told me that you can like like all right like what's the rarest fucking base basketball card or whatever like let's say it's a Michael Jordan fucking rookie card right well you can actually like invest in a part like you can own part of that card it's like stocks it's fucking crazy so essentially that's what NFTs are you can own a part and the more that people own it the higher the stock goes it's just I don't know dude 
crazy. Is it like is it like the thing where you can own like a one by one square mile of the moon? Yes. Thing? Yes. Yes. That's actually <laughs> kind of dope. Dude, it's <laughs> literally the same thing. We're getting we're getting so far into the matrix with this shit, dude. Like we are. It's so weird, right? Yeah, I think my dad meant uh asked me the other day about NFTs and he's like, "So what is it?" I'm like, "Man, I they I can't I can't tell you." And he's like, "Okay, what is like a Bitcoin?" I'm like, "Oh, man." <laughs> cryptocurrency I, baby i have i have a vague grasp on reality as it is i don't know any of this <laughs> it's it's definitely different i have a friend who's like uh the one that helps me with like my twitch and like all this stuff and stuff um he started suggesting crypto and i like looked into it so I, i'm already on the shiba inu train so i will uh Wait, what? yeah it's a dogecoin <laughs> killer dude tim do you know are you do you have money in shiba uh low-key <laughs> yeah not enough, uh, yeah not enough because like remember when it like super spiked like a couple months ago mm-hmm. yeah i didn't I... have enough money in there to uh like make anything but i was watching everybody like just make a tons of tons and tons of money i actually follow sam pira on instagram and uh he was like hecka into dogecoin yeah i missed that train dude because i didn't have money i was paying off my debt too like i'm, I'm like debt free finally and um Yo, congrats Thank you. I appreciate that. I worked ugh, too long, too hard. But um, the 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 now the Dogecoin killer. They're they're saying like, oh, it could get to one cent. And like I did the math, and I'm like, like five hundred dollars can turn into like a hundred thousand dollars. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's so God, what a fuck. It, it's a weird concept, but it's gonna it's yeah. gonna be around forever. My brother got me into a lot of that stuff, so like we're invested into some stocks and whatever. But it's like. I don't have enough money to ever make like any huge financial gain or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. do it to just see what it's like, and it's a, uh, it's weird, bro. I feel like I'm gonna get like hacked or something. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, if if you make like a couple thousand dollars, that's great and shit. But it's it's definitely something different, dude. Oh, I, we should do this in person. Like we should all like when we know we're about to do this in person again, we should all collectively study this stuff and then just smoke a lot of weed and talk about it. <laughs> yes, I'm down. Wait, is, is weed legal in Philly? Only medical. Uh, well, uh, in Philly, it is decriminalized. Um, hey. Ooh, so okay. that's great. That's a good start. But yeah. medically, in the state, you can get it for sure. Uh, I think Jersey okay. just passed recreational. So mm. okay, we'll, we'll just go to New yeah. Jersey. Fuck it. I want to go to Philly so bad. The Wonder Years is from there, and they're one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they are. They're the saddest boys out there in pop punk right now. <laughs> They're so sad. Real, I, I just, I do. It's so crazy. So I was just at the Pure Noise tour show, and uh, oh. Real Friends apparently has like a huge fan base in Philly. I was like, ah, that's because they're just sad, just like the Wonder Years do. Because, like, <laughs> that's why the, the Philly's just such a sad city, dude. I don't know why. Did you see uh, Just Friends? They're I sad. missed oh, Bearings oh, and Just Friends. I missed them because I was working. Bro, Just Friends slaps. That's crazy. I saw Four Years Strong and Up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I saw Four Year Strong, Real Friends, State Champs. Ooh, nice. I just wanted to see Four Year Strong, dude. That's like the easy core. Like, like, yeah. I, like I bought Brain Pain and Rise or Die Trying Vinyl. Like, I had to. Like, there was no other option. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's it called? You guys play with Hawthorne Heights in Vegas and Reno? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What's, how was that? They were hella tight. They were they so were good. Sick. Yeah, they, they sounded like better than any album good. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, they were super tight. It was crazy. How'd the show go? Were you guys like second to open, first to open? 
We were we were first. First open. Yeah, which was good because it gave us like good bit of time to uh, sound check, and we have a, a lot of gear to load in for three dudes. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> cables running everywhere. The table was... for lovers twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Hawthorne Heights played Ohio's for lovers twice. Yes. Yeah. Then, like, they they it's dead awesome. ass. They yep. ended with it, and like beforehand, we're like, we don't do encores, so here's Ohio, and then they played Ohio, and then they left. Like, they legitimately left and started packing up, yep. and people just kept chanting for uh, an encore, and they came back out and were like, we we played the song, what more do you want? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, what, dude? And then they played it a second time. I've never we... heard that. That's incredible. Oh, they played like an actual encore. Yeah, and which, then which... they. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which was unplanned, and um, they were like, you you could see him talking about it. They're like, uh, let's do this song, and uh, I don't remember what the song was, but um, yeah, they played that actual song, and then they're like, okay, I told you guys we didn't do this, so uh, thank you for that or whatever, and then uh. Dude, dude went into the ba da 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 da, ba da 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 da, -da and I was like, <laughs> funny, it's it's a, it's a good joke, and then they just kept going. <laughs> hey, I've never seen a crowd <laughs> hey so there. fucking stoked to to hear a band play Ohio is for Lovers two times. Oh, like they dude. were more hyped the yeah. second time. They were they were going <laughs> crazy, bro. <laughs> And it was heck of funny to like so watch odd. our Instagram stories because like we each recorded like the, I'm playing Ohio for the first time, mm -hmm. but then the very next story was like they're playing it again. But you could totally think we're lying because yeah. it's just Ohio again. So no one would have known uh, if you weren't there. And it was yeah, it was gnarly. I mean, they tweeted about it later that yeah, night, they... <laughs> but it was it was so ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I, my mind would have been blown, especially like if I was fucking hammered. Like, didn't we just listen to the song? Like, <laughs> They're gaslighting you. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised, but like I was like, oh man, they're playing again. Fuck! <laughs> I gotta go back in the pit. I give everybody my. I give like someone I'm hanging out with all my shit. I'm like, here, hold this. Like, I go back in the pit. Fuck it. <laughs> this might be the last chance ever, dude. Ever. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You never know. I'm like scared. I'm like scared. I don't know why. I just have this like irrational fear. Like when I see like when I want to see a band. Like if I don't make it, I'm like always fearful that like it's that they're never gonna like be around ever again. Mm -hmm. I think that's from yeah. the pandemic in a sense. I don't know why. Yeah. No, that's happened to me a couple times where I like wanted to see a band and then like something happened. I I didn't go and then they just like oh yeah we're that was it we're breaking up. Oh, like, that's what I'm well, saying, shit, bro. Yeah. One of the, the original Eternity Forever, uh, Eternity Forever shows. Oh yeah. Um, uh... I I was standing in the parking lot outside the concert in the park, smoking a blunt with my friends, <laughs> and we like finished and went inside, and they finished their set, and then they broke up like a month later. Dude, what? Because <laughs> they played like what? I think a handful of shows. Yeah, it was only like four or five shows. Like they yeah, didn't was... play like almost any shows. Yeah. And they were getting a lot of attention too. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yo, but yeah. gold necklace now. Oh, true. Who's they that? slapped, bro. Is Ben a part of that? Rosette? No. It's mm. it's um Joe, Joe. Arrington, uh 
Stefan, uh, who's Kurt's bass player. Uh, oh, okay. And then, yeah, then Kurt and uh, fucking what's his name? Brandon. Brandon? Mm-hmm. Brandon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's basically Eternity Forever uh, with a different bass player and different drummer, basically. And okay. it is so sick. Bro, if you haven't heard it, you need to go check out their two singles. It slaps. It's called Gold Necklace? Yeah. Gold Necklace. It's just like slightly evolved uh, Eternity Forever. And Kurt With Travis is a goddamn god. Did you, did you see that video of him recently? Like, he's about to fuck somebody yep. up. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was that that show. That was a gold necklace show. Oh, okay, okay. Also, that was at, I don't know if you guys noticed, that was at the Hawthorne Theater. Oh, what? Really? What? That's <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah, know. They, they panned around. I'm like, oh, I know. I, we, I, we played there. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was wild. I would not want to get yelled at by Kurt. That looked scary. Nah, that dude's got a lot yeah, of bottled like, emotions. Yeah, this dude will fuck me up. Well, here's the thing too that I take into consideration. Like, um, this past two years has been really rough for low and middle tier artists, successful, yeah. signed, full career, full full time. So they're finally getting paid again. Like, and this is their yeah. bread and butter, like the touring situation. So. I, I can only imagine the mental stress it has gone through with those tier bands, like especially you guys. Like, I mean, there's been so many bands like uh, that have released albums during the pandemic. And they're like, "Fuck, we have to release this," and yeah, it puts a damper on everything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it's it's especially crazy like that situation because Kurt. Every time I've talked to him, he is the nicest dude. That's like, what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm not. I never expected him to be i didn't expect him to be a dick but i expected him just to be like a regular dude Mm -hmm. and every time we talk to him or like anytime i just see him around because he he lives around like where we do Mm -hmm. um and we'll just like see him around at shows and stuff like that and he he'll like address me by name and like talk to me about uh just different shit and just shoot just the shit with me and stuff and he's just a very great stand-up guy and yeah no i love that but i mean like someone someone was talking shit first that's why it happened like for yeah, context yeah, yeah. reasons oh, yeah, like yeah. someone was like oh, fuck yeah. you curse like the fuck do you do to you like what like yeah that yeah that's what i'm saying because because he is such a nice dude like it was a hundred percent probably very deserved uh to get fucking shoot out oh yeah absolutely absolutely now i mean like that dude probably needed to get his face fucking punched in or her or whoever it was but um it, it they they definitely enticed like the whole situation like blew out of proportion like i'll fuck you up right now dude don't tell me to go fuck yeah. myself i was like damn dude like did that's you, that's really fucked the up other, the other angle of that video where the security literally carried him out bro Good. he picked him up and left so fast it was crazy I love yeah, that. but knowing knowing the security at the hawthorne it's like yeah that that checks out yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah they they got some some big security there that's just like yep here we go <laughs> yep here we go can you is uh, so is kurt kurt's not signed i mean he's a part of swan uh blue swan records i'm sure but um, he actually has his own record uh, label okay yeah. wait is that with donnie from hail the sun no. Um, no, so he That's has a his different own... one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> a different, different one. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. that whole crew has a lot of different shit going on. They do, yeah. they all figured out 
the the business aspect, and we're like, all right, come on, yeah. we're here to help. Kurt yeah. is in Royal Coda, who I think is signed to uh, Blue Swan Records, but he what's his? Is it Esk? Kurt's label yeah, is, is Esk Records. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, because yeah, yeah, Donnie's Royal Coda. So yeah, that makes sense. But then I think Gold Necklace are they signed to Donnie's label? I think they're on Kill Iconic. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're Bro, on that's Kill such Iconic. a that's such yeah. a web. I would not want to have to deal with all the legal stuff that, that they are on Kill Iconic. They are. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. I can see you guys touring with Kurt, like, so, so, cause, like, Justin, like, you like talk to the dude, like, I don't, I don't know if you have his number or whatever, but I think that would be like a really good match to like fucking, you know, put that into perspective, like, start turn, touring with fucking Kurt Travis, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, we'd be very down to do that. So yeah, any any of his bands would be sick, and uh, all of his yeah. bands are just filled with great dudes. So yeah. <laughs> so so with your booking, because like you're that close to him, like, have you already like had these conversations, like, all right, like. If you can get us on these tour packages and put us out there, like, has that been conversed yet? Like, has that been, like, in the works? The first day, they were like, so if you had to pick, uh, who would you want to tour with? Uh-oh. And so they're just, like, very transparent. And they were like, um, he's even texted us, like, yo, if you see any, like, shows coming through or, um, like, any tours coming through that you, that has no opener or you guys want to get on, just hit us up and I'll see what we can do. You know, mm-hmm. there's no promises, but it's, like, they're very transparent in this aspect of, like, yeah, if you want to tour with these people, like, let us know. So, yeah, they're dope. No, because they're, they're, you're right, because there is really no promises in this industry. It's, like, more mm-hmm. so, um, like, what, if the opportunity arises, like, would you – you know we would take it in a sense kind of like what i do with this like it's like well these mm-hmm. it, let's hit up these bands but if they reply mm-hmm. with other bands that are on their roster like i'll talk to them if i don't know them, i'll do some research but like i'll definitely talk to them for sure totally. so um so who, who do you who so what, what was the first what was the first handful of bands that you said then that you wanted to tour with I think I immediately said dance, Gavin, dance. Fuck yeah. Uh, that makes so much sense, though. <laughs> like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And then the story so far was next, for me anyway. Um, who were some of your guys? He's exaggerating. It was mentioned a lot. <laughs> it was not a couple times. It was a lot. <laughs> Man. Justin, who'd you who'd you tell your booking to try to put you on tour with? Said Enter Shikari, uh, Kohi, oh, yeah. and Circa. All very definite opportunities, dude. So funny story about Enter Shikari. So like, I reached out to them like early on in the podcast days. <clears throat> Long story short, whoever their PR guy is, he thought I was another George Pal. So he was really trying hard to put me on his podcast, and and he was like, wait. Oh, I thought he's like you're not from the UK, dude. He's like I know a George Pal in the UK. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> so you're telling me I almost had like Ryu on almost by accident? Like, what the fuck? Like, wait, yo. so you didn't get him on? No, they were so busy. Oh, they damn, were so. Sucks. But he was trying so hard, and I think like midway through our conversation, he's like, oh, I thought you were a different George Pal. I was like, because I said something about Eastern Standard Time. He's like, what? 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that sucks. Oh, oh man, that was crazy, dude. I could, I could just fucking like said I was like, oh, I'm just kidding, bro. Like, I didn't even think about it. Like, <laughs> stayed up till like 3 a.m. just to get in that time zone. Absolutely. Heck yeah. Heck Absolutely. Any, I saw Anna Shikari play with, um, the Devil Wears product came out with Dead Throne, um, when the album dropped. And they toured with them, and that was my first time discovering Anishikari live. Like, I've heard of them. Like, I've heard yeah. Decibels, and I've heard, like, all their hits. But seeing them live was, like, a whole nother experience, dude. Like, yeah. super incredible band. Like, super fucking different from everything that's out there. Yeah, it's so weird, too, because they're one of those bands that, um, like, overseas are fucking huge. But then come over here, and they're playing, like, Thousand Cap Rooms, which is still big, but it's, like... They're they're in the UK playing essentially stadiums, uh, and stuff like that, and it's just like, bro, that's fucking crazy. And that's not how that usually works with like European Australian bands. They usually get big over here. Yeah, yeah. Architects is the same way. Architects is like dead really? ass stadiums, and then come over here, and they're like, "Hey, cool, we'll play this this venue." Really, that's crazy. I wonder, I wonder, because Idola is technically signed to Rise, so I could technically see C4 partnering up with that. That would be sick. That would be sick. That'd be sick to say. Hey, Andrew, you want to fill in on me? Fill in on vocals for me, please? (laughs) Yo, oh my god. Oh, so he's like an actual member now of DGD that's been confirmed. Crazy. Wait, did they announce that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, officially? Because... Well, I know we were no, but during like a meet and greet. Yeah, that's what we were seeing. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like official posted from them, but I mean that's freaking sick. Three vocalists win. (laughs) Yeah, they're like the modern like fucking Iron Man dude. Like just three vocalists, like all these fucking (laughs) members and shit. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It makes sense though. I mean, he kind of like there was like that meme with um fucking uh. Squid Game, and it was like Andrew Wells, and then it said the oh. Dance Gavin danced after her tour. <laughs> oh yeah, that was heck of funny. Oh, I love the memes where it's like, "Whoops, it's all Andrew Wells this time." <laughs> Andrew Wells filling in on every position. Yeah, <laughs> dude's talented, bro. Oh yeah, my I, god, I didn't I, see that. Was so funny. <laughs> I do not envy him singing two sets on and doing tillian's vocals and then his own or well his own and then tillian's like every night for a week or some shit yeah that shit would be so difficult that's what i'm saying like especially i mean i definitely know he probably didn't talk when he was done playing like he probably did the set and then just like didn't say a word for like that would be smart the entire day you know but he did it and you can definitely tell i did see live footage on youtube he did somewhat get close to some of the notes that Tillian was hitting, but oh, wouldn't yeah, no, he force was doing it. Good, but yeah, like when you're singing what Tillian's singing, it's kind of just like you you need to be built a certain way, and <laughs> yeah, you got to be built different. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, his voice is very strange with that shit, where it's like. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can reach the notes that Tillian can, but it doesn't sound remotely the same. And That's it's, actually it, good though. Yeah, because yeah, it's 
his voice is just naturally kind of like that. Same thing with Anthony Green. Like, because um, when you hear them talk, yep, exactly. Yeah. But you can so, like, yeah. but if you have a different voice, like compared to them, like I, I see Donnie gets compared a lot to Anthony Green, like yeah. Samson yeah. era and shit. But like, I can't just like I, I can't put your vocals to a certain person. So like, that's I think what kind of makes you a little bit more special because like. You know, because like our vocalist has gone compared to Claudia Sanchez a lot. And it's like, oh, like fucking, that's gonna be a problem, maybe. But <laughs> I, I can't, I can't hear your voice in any other, like, like um, Tyler from Youth Fountain can't fucking put up another thought on who he sounds like, just like you. People, people have said that I sound like uh, the singer for Broadway a lot, which is funny because I've never actually listened to them. And <laughs> Interesting. Now I'm kind of just not listening to them out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, Dang. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to be compared to that dude. He might be really good. I don't know. It might he be is. A compliment. They were, they were a really good MySpace band. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. The yeah, drummer. For me. Yeah, the drummer is now the drummer for Memphis Mayfire, Jake. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he Damn, drummed for Broadway, year. and he quit. Dude, it was weird. It was like, I forget the story, but he definitely got into oh. Memphis. But it was like, I think Maddie Mullins and Kellen Quinn were auditioning for the same band, but they got in different bands, so it worked out. But yeah. huh. And speaking of Broadway, yeah, because I was talking to one of my other friends about this. He said that the guitarist from Broadway actually left to, jo- uh, to start... Um, Sleeping with Sirens. Oh, the ginger? I'm, I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in that band anymore. It sucks, but. Yeah, I don't. It was it was one of them, I think. Uh, I couldn't get so my facts right all now. all around. That makes sense. Emo history 101. Emo history 101. The breaking up of Broadway <laughs> that formed into two significant fucking metalcore post hardcore bands of our century. Um, <clears throat> I, I I joked about it all the time. I'm like, oh, now it's like Kellen Quinn and Friends because nobody's original in that band anymore. Yeah. I don't know why, but it doesn't matter. Um, uh, what's it called? Is there any bands that uh, any of you think like coming from your position of being underground, um, having this massive support? Um, recording the album, shipping it out, shopping it out, getting signed to Pure Noise. Um, do you see any other bands up and coming in your radar that are probably going to do the same thing in the next couple of years? If Pulses doesn't get super huge, I'll be very, so upset, man. I just played a show with them, dude. They were so fucking good live. They're so good. Really? Yeah, in Jersey. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, that oh, band is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think they deserve all the credit in the world. Like that, they're a band that's definitely, into my eyes, underrated as fuck. But oh no, absolutely, they go extremely hard, and I, I have, oh my god, I jam them a lot. Who? Uh, I actually just found this band. I was about to say them too. Yeah, you you mentioned them earlier. Yeah, I will be very surprised if they don't blow up very soon. Oh, I met a yeti. Yeah, yeah, Daisy, dude, her vocals are fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insane. I mean, all of those guys are just fucking crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for them to blow up. Honestly, yeah, they're supposed to be coming on the podcast too. But like, I think I met a Yeti is like definitely like one of the Swancore bands that I'm sure will 
definitely take over sooner rather than later. I can mm. see that. They have a lot of hype behind them, too. Oh, yeah. You just retweeted yeah. their their song that's coming out on the same day that your album's coming out on the 12th. <laughs> yeah, Gold, Gold Necklace is also dropping their album on the same day that we're same dropping day. ours. That's crazy. So. Uh, dude, that should be a tour. Gold Necklace, Seafloor, I Met a Yeti. That, that was the ball rolling, fellas. That would go hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, their drummer, their drummer, I'm huge. I'm a huge fan of his on fucking TikTok, dude. Like he's so yeah. fucking Super good, good, dude. God, he's killing it, dude. Mm-hmm. He's killing it. There's um, and there's there's I think there's like one more band I think in your genre that I think will start hitting the mainstream soon. I'm trying to think who it is. Um, I have to go back to my playlist. Um, are you guys a huge fans of With Sales Ahead? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, think cool. they're so tight live, dude. That shit fucking had me shut when we played a show with them recently. Like, mm. oh, it's Adventurer, Adventurer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adventure is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, those dudes are sick. Uh, they disgust me. I don't think they're signed. <laughs> oh no, they're signed to Esquay so Records. Yeah, that's, that's Kurt's label. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see them coming up in the fucking near future too. And like, it's a, it's like a nice like wave of like this post hardcore like swancore genre coming up and really starting to take like you know if by storm, which sucks because like I actually miss Wolf and Bear on that tour with Afterburner, but. Ooh. I hear a lot of good things about them. Oh, was was that the show that you went to? Was that the show that they and Idola had to take off because of rain? No, that was in Texas, I think. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they 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 dropped off. I think they were late to the show, and like, or it was like a really bad storm, and like they couldn't make it. Like they were so far behind already, and they were like, "Nah, that's not." I think they like parked their vehicles. Assumingly, I think that would be the smartest thing to do is like you park your vehicles somewhere and you just wait for the storm to bypass, yep, and then continue to drive because it was like really bad. Because I remember, I think it was yeah. Sergio. I think Sergio said something on his Instagram like, "How bad is it?" Or, or no, I think Tillian said it on Twitter. He's like, "How bad is this supposed to be? Like, how bad is this like storm or whatever it is supposed to be?" And then like the next day, like they, you know, they they weren't they didn't come to the show. So, which is I'm all right, really. whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, that was a safe bet though, to be honest, because then you don't want to risk, especially with a trailer, because uh, we don't tour with the trailer, but. Like I've I've had to pull over and just wait out certain rains before, and yeah, with a trailer that gets real sketchy. So mm. yeah, mm. probably probably safe. Yeah, because their merch made it. I think that's like on a separate trailer. Like every band, every band oh, has the, their yeah, merch on a trailer. Yeah, they probably put theirs in the DGD trailer kind of thing. Yeah, like just mm. set it, send them all in one one trailer. You guys haven't had any difficult like. Horror stories on the road, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, not not terrible. Um. My truck. Uh. The we were stuck in Texas and I couldn't cross the. I was scared to go through uh like border patrol checkpoint because I had no working lights at all. 
mm-hmm. uh, because my wiring harness went down and I basically was just fucking with it until it worked again. Um, si- and, and since then I have uh, entirely rewired the uh, like back of the truck. But yeah, that there was that. And so we had to miss a show due to that issue. And then also um, we've had windows broken, uh, cameras stolen. Uh, someone stole a clothes bag out of the back uh, as we were loading out. Um, our friends and Find Yourself uh, all got arrested for having uh, weed on them. And uh, in, in Texas, that was that was the same Border Patrol checkpoint. Uh, just just shit like that where it's like, fuck, god damn it, that sucks. But um, yeah, nothing nothing too terrible. That's crazy. I hit I hit like a five mile patch of black ice once. That was fun. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> There's no one else on the road. I'm like progressively oh, going slower and slower on the freeways. The back is just snaking around like the entire time just trying to get off the freeway <laughs> that's terrifying fuck that yeah fish tailing. yeah nothing nothing terrible though nothing like insane yeah true tim are you trying to get an sjc kit <laughs> uh i don't know man i'm actually uh thinking about getting a new kit for tour mm-hmm. just to see like what because like the kits i have right now are my ludwig uh five piece but i only use four and it's like the first kit i ever got mm-hmm. so like if that thing gets hurt i'm gonna be extremely sad I don't um, know. yeah and then the other one i have that i'm using a lot right now is the uh, dw acrylic kit oh and fuck mm-hmm. you don't need a fucking it, sjc kit that's just all for custom that's all for custom preferences it's not really like i mean they do sound great but like they have a lot of custom preferences so i think yeah no i mean uh, we have a buddy that has a sjc kit i actually have a few buddies that have a sjc kit and uh they sound dope um they look really cool um i it's just i don't know like how to say it like they haven't won me over you know what i mean Mm -hmm, for Um, sure so I haven't heard anything that hasn't like that's really stuck out to me. Like, oh, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like acrylic, mind you, is really hard to get right. Like you have to tune that boy so much and take good care of him. Um, Justin got me a tune bot and that thing is a godsend. I, I've um, seen a lot of good reviews for that for sure. And like, bro, that is like, literally the perfect it's kind fucking of a tool. sharp learning curve, but like it'll change your life. You should just get it. It's I remember so seeing cool. a YouTube video about it the first like time it was revealed at like Nam, and like it mm-hmm. just I was like, wow, that's fucking incredible. Like, because I have a mahogany yeah. kit, like it's packed up behind oh, okay. me, but like that's easy to tune as long as I keep it like in room temperature, and I don't like fucking yeah. warp the wood, and like I don't care. And like yeah. if the heads like sit on it, like I'll change the heads like once every like three weeks so it doesn't warp. Mm. So okay. Because then it gets into what heads do you use, how often do you play it, like what kind of wood or materials you can. It's just a whole thing. But mm-hmm. um, SJC is dope. Um, I just don't think I'll be getting one. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. If I know. I just wanted to fucking throw it on the spot. Kit, yeah. And, uh, if any uh, rep is listening to this, I am not endorsed by any uh, drums yet. So go ahead. <laughs> so let's 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 get Tim on the fucking. Uh, well, we also need a bass endorsement for every single person in this band too. Oh, so, right. <laughs> uh, Ernie Ball, if you're listening, let's uh, hop on that deal. Call me. 
two six no i'm not gonna have my number fuck that um but yeah dude i well first of all um I'm, we're gonna close this out and i can't you know thank you enough for being on here i i to, from a year ago dude i i think it's so fucking stellar to see someone like in a band thrive like that as like you group of dudes and um it's it's very inspiring but that it, i think that's the crazy thing that i took in the perspective is like like the last time i talked to these dudes was like not even a year ago and like they're you know they're signed and doing this and it's it's great to see like very hard-working passionate musicians getting to that next level of this industry to make it a full-time gig which essentially is now for you so um congratulations on the whole situation and you know uh in cinemascope with stereophone sound is coming out on november 12th and i can't Ooh. wait and i'm sure everybody else is super fucking hyped for this mm. yeah thank you so much for having us bro thanks so much to peer noise all the brands that back us Tekra and Balagir. <laughs> 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 all the brands is two of them <laughs> oh man 